Welcome back to the Merrimack Hockey pregame show. And joining us right here in the coach's corner, it's David Barardi. He's the head coach at Holy Cross. And uh, first of all, David, uh, congratulations on getting the position there. Uh, we thought you did an outstanding job. We saw you a couple of years ago. You brought a UConn team in here and upset a Merrimack team and had an outstanding finish to the season that year. And I have to think that that uh, you know, has helped you in your growth as a coach and also being able to get the job at Holy Cross. Oh, no question. It was, um, I think that experience, it was really good for me to just have an opportunity. I've been an assistant coach for a long time, and it's different when you're sitting in the chair as a head coach. And uh, to have to take over that program when I did with the circumstances that I had to take it over, there was a lot of stress and a lot of things that you have to kind of learn on your feet. And uh, But it was a tremendous experience. And the one thing I'll always uh, bring with me is the way the kids responded because that was, a, that was a big part of it. They really responded to the adversity and overcame it. It was a special group and a special team. And uh, hopefully the lessons that I learned at UConn, I'm going to be able to take with me now that uh, I'm at Holy Cross. And, of course, not just UConn. You spent a long time at Providence, your alma mater, as an assistant coach there. You, you've coached with a lot of, a lot of uh, head coaches. Uh, who, who's had the, the most influence on you, and what have you taken from it? I, I mean, I've had so many good mentors, and you know, from my first uh, my first boss was Scott Bork when I got into coaching at Colby, and then he rehired me at Lake State, and then I worked with Paul Pooley at Providence for nine years, and then Tim Army, and then Bruce Marshall at UConn. Um, so I've had some tremendous coaches and guys that I can rely on, and then last year, you know, serving as the director of hockey ops at Providence with Nate Lehman, I, I really have had the opportunity to work with some of the best hockey minds in college hockey. And you know, in my uh, in my tenure at Providence, I was lucky enough to work with Rick Bennett too for five years. Uh, we were assistants together on Paul Pooley's staff. So there's a lot of really good coaches that I had a chance to learn from, and that are mentors to me. And and I rely on a lot of those experiences as I go through my day to day routine uh, at Holy Cross. And there's often times where something will come up, and I'll rely, I'll look back on an experience I had with them, and it helps me get through get through it positively. John Leahy and I talked on the broadcast last night referencing the, the – you talked with Mike McMahon of the MAC report talking about your, your strategy, your goals, uh, wanting to play an aggressive style and yeah. so on. So we, we, I thought we got to see a lot of that last night. I think both these teams, Merrimack and Holy Cross, want to play that kind of style. How did you feel that your team um, – you know, carried out what you wanted them to do. It was it was a good first game. I mean, anytime it's your first time playing against competition, there's going to be a lot of mistakes and a lot of execution or details that you want to clean up. And but I really like the effort of our team. You know, we Merrimack came out strong. They put us on our heels in the first period, but I thought we played really well in the second and got back in the game. And you know, with 11 minutes left in the third period, we're tied two-two, and we give ourselves a chance to win. And and against a team like Merrimack, that's that's a good accomplishment in playing our first game but you know I think we can play a lot better um, and certainly it, we're not the finished product and it's probably going to take you know it might take half the season to get to a point where we're really comfortable with what we're doing because we're adding a lot of new things and we're doing things differently than have been done in the past so we have nine freshmen but in reality we have 28 freshmen because everyone's learning a new way to do it and uh, so I was I was pleased with the effort I was pleased with the resiliency that we showed but we, we have a lot to clean up as far as execution and hopefully tonight will be a little bit better in that regard. I'm going to guess that another one of the things that you have to be pleased with was, I mean, I, I watched the post-game press conference and you had your two captains up there, Matt Vidal, Matt, Matt Ginn, and, and they both 
tried to take responsibility for the game-winning goal, each saying that it was his fault. And, and I mean, when, when you have guys out there who are leaders on the team who are captains and, and they're taking that kind of responsibility, I, responsibility, I can only think that it's a good team for the rest, of the, a good thing for the rest of the team. No, definitely, they're, they're tremendous kids. I mean, that's the thing that. Um really excites me about our team and our potential for growth is we have players in that locker room that want to get better and they're led by those two those two guys but you know we we actually had a meeting today and it's funny you bring that up because I addressed that in our meeting and and what I said to him was I appreciate your pride and your passion and your willingness to take the blame for the goal but we're a team we win as a team and we lose as a team and there were there were three or four other things that could have happened in those plays that could have stopped the goal from happening. So although they're spotlighted because maybe they were the last ones, um, you know, where their guy beat them to the net, there were probably two or other three things that we could have done early that could have negated it. So we win as a team where we lose as a team, but it just shows the character that they have. And when you have a group of, of players like that that's led by guys like that, then good things are really possible. And that's what excites me about this group. I wanted to ask you more about Mackin too because, you know, um, I, I thought last night, watching him in the first period, not his best period. I'm sure he would like to have, have one, if not both, of those goals back. And, and, and we were discussing the intermission. I said, you know, a guy like that, he's a captain. It's not typical for a goalie to be a captain. Uh, you know, you, have, you know the mindset yeah. of goalies better than anything else. And, and, and it speaks, I think, to the special kind of kid, kid that he has to be to be named a captain. And, and I said, you know, he's going to come out. He's going to play better. I know he's going to play better in the second period. And he did that. So yeah. he stepped up. I, I mean, the aggressive play that he had, he's out beyond the top of the crease making some of the saves that he was making. Uh, really, I thought, gave you guys a lot of confidence the rest of the game. He definitely did, and he's a competitor, and, and what makes him a good goalie is he has a short-term memory, so when he gives up you know, that second goal right at the end of the first period, it, I mean, I'm sure if you threw a 1,000 pucks at him, he'd stop 999, and that was the one that happened to go in. You know, maybe cheated a little bit, maybe wasn't quite sure the guy was going to shoot, but... Um, you know, at the end of the at the end of the day, he battled back and he gave us a chance to win. And I think what good goaltenders do is they give you a chance to win. And he made some big saves. We had a point in our in the game when Merrimack made it three to two that we started running around four on four, and and they got two two on ones, and he made two really big saves, and they kept it at three two, and it gave us a chance to win or tie it up in the last five minutes of the game. And good goaltenders find a way to keep you in games, whether it's a six five game or a one nothing game, and that's the type of goal yes well uh coach uh, what's your take on atlantic hockey this season uh you know it's always been a competitive conference but uh, what do you think about the, the aha coming in i think it's a great league i mean you see the scores last night i i believe three of the teams in our conference won non-league games and and all three of those are considered upsets because of the scholarship limitations we have and the schools and the resources that we have. So I think every year the league itself is getting better and better and stronger and stronger, and you're seeing more teams from our league beating non-conference teams from the bigger conferences, from Hockey East or the Big Ten or WCHA or NCHC. So I think it's I think it's great. You know, the last two years, the only thing I can say about our conference is I think it's up for grabs. You're going to have your preseason polls and some teams that are going to be favored than others. But the last two years, we had a number eight seed team, a number eight seeded team go to the NCAA tournament. And last year, we had a fifth seeded team go to the NCAA tournament. So it just goes to show you, you get in, anything's possible. And, you know, so that's why I think the parity in the league is at such is at its a high point, and you never know what's going to happen. And if you get in the playoffs and you're playing good hockey, you have a couple good weekends, you could find yourself in the NCAA tournament. It's proof for the last two years. Before we talk about tonight's game, I, I want to ask you quickly. Um, back a couple of years ago, when uh, when 
uh, Hockey East was looking to expand. Holy Cross is one of the schools that was that was talked about. There were a lot of people that thought Holy Cross would, would have been a great addition to the league. It ended up being UConn, but Joe Bertani the other day, the commissioner of the league, said that uh, you know ex- expansion may not be done. They may not stop at 12. In the past, we thought 12 was the magic number, but that may not be the case. If, um, you know, if that comes up again, do you see Holy Cross being interested? Oh, and there's no question. Our, our athletic director, Nate Pine, has, you know, part of the interview process, that was one of the things that he talked about, that, you know, he comes from Maryland, he worked at Cal, he's been around big-time athletics, and he wants Holy Cross to compete at the highest level that they can in all their sports, and hockey in particular, if there was an opportunity ever to go to Hockey East or the ECAC, he would jump at it. And I think the last time there was that opportunity, Holy Cross, from an infrastructure perspective, wasn't prepared to do it, uh, so it probably wasn't the right time for it, and as you know, timing is everything, but with a new AD and a new emphasis on fundraising and building up the athletic program, I think it would be a good time to look down that avenue if it ever became available. I, I don't think college hockey restructuring is done either, you know, and there's going to be some changes, and, you know, hopefully the, you know, ECAC or hockey looks to expand, and we would jump at that opportunity because they're such great leagues. All right, let's talk about tonight's game, uh, rematch tonight. What's key for your club tonight? Just to, uh, I, I think, execution and, and discipline in what we're doing. You know, we, we can't we can't get into a special team battle with Merrimack. You know, they're gonna they're gonna be fired up. It's our home opener, and um, you know they they won a big game last night. So we we have to have cool heads, and we have to have good composure and poise, and we have to play a simple game and not do anything that's gonna get us out of our game plan or out of our execution. You know, they they are uh, they are a really disciplined team, and Mark does a great job with them, and. Um, you have to eliminate mistakes. You have to find a way to get the pucks in deep. You can't turn pucks over in the neutral zone because then it's going to be right back at you. So we just have to play a good, smart road game and um, hopefully execute better than we did. And, you know, the things that we talked about today in our meeting after watching the video, we just need to do a better job. And I believe if we do, we'll play a, a much more sound game, more consistent. You know, last night I think we were up and down a little bit. If we can play a little bit more consistent, you know, maybe score the first goal of the game that, or, or respond if they do, I think that would be really important for our psyche and give us a chance to be in the game at the end. All right, thanks, David. We appreciate your time. It's great to see you behind the bench. We wish you the best of luck tonight and the rest of the way. Thank you very much. That's David Barad, the head coach of Holy Cross. John will be back with our pregame interview with the Merrimack coach, Mark Dennehy, right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.